is the Thursday edition. The... I don't think we're at the point where we can say, what will Wildy say today? Edition. The out of the darkness, into the light. Could we get a decision? Maybe we just might. Is that a haiku? Big win for Badgers last night over my favorite coach, Fran McCaffrey edition. And the... Does my rant from yesterday, which I still don't think is a rant, but whatever you want to call it, I have two questions that I want to ask off of it. Edition. Of Wilde and Tausch. On 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaverdam, ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa smart speaker, and of course, WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app. I'm Jason Wilde in Green Bay. Jesse Nelson is in the ESPN Madison studios, along with a celebrity who was up at the Jumbotron at the Badgers game last night, from what I understand. And from his undisclosed location, he is the Packers Hall of Famer. He's Mark Tauscher. Tausch, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. What? So what happened? Uh, oh boy, got a little Joe. I know Joe Thomas was honored. Even though, how many people ended up getting to the Badger game last night? It's a great question. Was Was it a full house? How uh, How full was it? By following Jim Rutledge on Twitter, I was not at the game last night. But by following Jim on Twitter, it looked like uh, a lot of a lot of seats were available last night. A lot of people weren't able to make it through the treacherous weather to the cold. Well, I saw our friend Matt Matt LaPay say that the environment made a difference last night. So maybe it's not about how many people, it's which people are in the building. Oh boy. Don't come, old people. No, with that said, fill it up. Let's get the Cole Center. We got one more, I think one more game at uh, with Purdue, and we're going to need big energy yeah. to beat Purdue. But a very nice uh, that win. That was a good, solid win. Good, solid win for the boys last night. Now we're back probably in the tournament. Helps when Iowa shoots 3 of 28 from 3. That'll help. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, and turning the ball over five times in the first, like, three minutes, but then not turning it over any more than, like, four or five times the rest of the game helps as well. All right. So, Tausch, I, I saw even, again, I know when something has grasped your attention when it moves you to tweets. And so Jesse yeah. posted the sound graph of me yesterday, and you responded with even a, uh, it was so interesting, I didn't even interrupt him, which factually is not entirely accurate, <laughs> as well, you, you pointed out. question. That's not really an interruption, but. Uh, the second yeah, one, I, I think yesterday's uh it's just been an interesting time when you don't have information and people are searching and looking and trying to find and figure out what actually is going on. I think you nailed what's actually going on. And that's not just from you know, talking to other people, not just you and, and, and other folks that I think know what the heck's actually going on up there. You still have a couple of the key players that is all that really matters. But everybody can kind of glean their own intuition as far as what's happening. I thought you hit the nail on the head yesterday. I think the Packers will be all right with whatever ends up happening. They prefer Aaron Rodgers to be back, but they prefer 
the fully loaded, fully engaged. They need more from him. They need to expect more from him in order to have this thing be better than what it was. That's the vibe I get, and I thought you put it uh, put it in audio form, and I don't know if that's a video form or not, uh, yesterday out on Twitter. It's a picture with audio, I think, is what I would call it. Some might call it a so sound graph, which I know you love. Uh, Jesse, is it worth replaying for those who didn't hear it or see it on social media? Only because I have two questions that I would like to ask, not because I want to hear the sound of my own voice again. But you do love your sound of your own voice. I don't. I, I, I don't. You don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Uh, we can play it. Can I ask you guys a question? First. Of course. Do I look like Brian Gutekunst? <laughs> now, here's here's the question I was hoping that we were going to ask, actually. Because we put this... Just wait a second. Do you look like Brian Gutekunst? That's the question? Yeah. Uh, the answer is resoundingly no. You don't look anything like Brian Gutekunst. Um, well, that's not what our general manager like said Goody? to us this morning. So, so their haircuts are similar, right? Do you have a review coming up or something that uh, our general Me? manager's kind of greasing you up a little bit? No. Oh, Jesse. Well, is it a... Uh, is Goody... Uh, if someone says I look like Goody, which then when I walked in this morning, everyone's like, yeah, when we when you saw that picture of the sound graph last night, I thought it was Jesse at first. And, oh, no, it was Goody. Is, is that, that kind right? Of, and is that a compliment? I don't know. Um, you kind of have similar um, bone structure. This is what I mean. I don't know if I'm supposed to be offended by this or not. Like, we're, we're, well, everybody I, I can agree it. if you're c- compared to Matt Lafleur, so, you're ex- you're you're sure. excited about it. So the last time we compared, who does Jesse look like? It was the kid from Up, or Scott Smalls from The Sandlot. Yeah, I'm less offended than those times. Yes. So now we need a four-paned photo. Of you and then Smalls, the Up kid, and now Goody? And does that then mean that Goody looks like the kid from Up? Because you can go tell is, him that one. Right. Is it the transitive property? In that case, I think it was the hat. Right? It was all about the hat you chose to wear yeah, that day. Yeah, I haven't day. worn a hat since that day. It was, that, now, that's interesting. Crushed. But I, I got to say, and I'm not just sucking up to Tommy, I could see it a little bit now that he mentioned it. I did not look at the sound graph and go, why Jesse put a picture of himself on the sound graph? But when someone says it, I can see it. They both have hairlines similar. Their hair is cut similarly. Their 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 uh, physique is not all that different. Uh, I can see it. I can see it. Is Goody is Goody that out of shape? No offense, Jesse. Is Goody that out of shape? <laughs> How is that taken, not offensive? Sure. <laughs> uh, I mean. We've all said the three of us were all very, very eligible for LabCorp and its uh, big-body clinical trials. So I is Goody? I don't remember Goody being LabCorp eligible. Uh, Am I crazy to think that? Uh, I, uh, I mean, I think wow. he's like a lot of us in our 40s and early 50s where we well, were in Jesse's better shape 30, before. For the record. I'm sorry? Jesse's only 30, just so you know. But he's more, but let's be honest, he's more in his 40s. It's getting worse and worse for me. (laughs) I'm sorry. So you're basically saying Goody is uh, not in very good shape, is what you're saying. 
Jason, uh, I'm not the one who compared the two. Talk. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not the one who compared the two. Uh, Jesse, play the clip, please. I would argue this if I am Goody, and I, I have not talked to Goody about this. I don't want to give the impression that I have, but if I was Goody, I would say, are you effing kidding me, man? We give you a $150 million contract, we tear up the existing deal, and you no-show for the offseason? I can't have you do that again. We went 8-9. and nine. You're bitching about your wide receivers not knowing what they're supposed to do with you and not knowing the signals, and you're, you're throwing me under the bus. You're throwing Matt LaFleur under the bus. Look, I need the best version of you. I want you back. I don't think Jordan is the second coming of you. I want you back, but I want you fully invested, like you were in the offseason program from 2005 through 2019. And I want you to dial back complaining about us publicly all the time. Do you think you can do that? Because if you can do those things and you can alter slightly your leadership of our young players to be understanding of how they're working through trying to live up to the expectations of a future Pro Football Hall of Famer, I want you back. But if you don't think you can do those things, then we have to have another conversation. That's what I would say to him. That is me. That's not Goody. So Dove Kleiman or whoever else is going to aggregate what I just said, that's my feeling of what I would say to him. And I don't think that that's unrealistic or unfair. And I think Goody hinted at both of the aspects of what I just said by his stark, I learned the first time I walked into this building that whatever comes with a great quarterback, it's worth it. I think he was starting to question that last year. And on the other side, when he says, in an answer where he could have just left it at, well, it's voluntary, we can't make anybody do anything, the fact that he flat out said, well, we invest a lot in these guys, we would like them to invest in the same in us, if you don't understand that that is a very clear statement to one person and one person only, whose absence, by the way, led to a bunch of other guys not coming either, then I can't help you, in the words of Winston Moss. All right, so we'll we'll play we'll play the things that I'm talking about with Goody a little bit later in the program. But Tausch, the two questions that I would ask off of this now, because I don't want to play this really ever again, is one: Do you think Goody should say something similar to this to Rogers? I think he has already, for the record. And two: So, do you? How do you think the four-time NFL MVP would respond to that? I don't think he liked it. I don't. Okay. So you think think this has already occurred? So when I was on yesterday with Fitz and Douglas uh, on ESPN Radio, we were discussing this. I cited you. And by the way, Fitzy, big fan of our show, knows your name, actually can pronounce both of our last names. Wow. Yeah, I was very, very happy with Fitzy. Is it touch? But he said something. Isn't it? He said something I have Jesse queued up that blew my mind. At the end of our interview. But in regards to all of this, I I basically said, you know, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall during that exit interview the two or three days after the season when all of this stuff was being talked about. And I thought you encapsulated what happened in that room. I think Brian Gutekun sat down. I think Aaron is sitting there. I got to figure out what I want to do. And. And Goody's like, take your time, try to figure it out. But 
know, we want you back, but we want you back. It's got to be different. It can't be what it's been like the last We're young. We don't have Devontae. We have to have you as not just a leader when you're here. We need you as a leader all the time. We need you to be here and setting an example. And Goody's quotes that you kind of pulled back from that kind of got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. It could not have been more pointed. That's what I think he said. And I don't think – I think Aaron had to process it, and I don't think he liked it. But I think now that he's in done with the darkness retreat and has this idea of kind of finding himself again and finding some new things, I think he knows that he needs to do more than what he did last year. Because he's a reflective cat. Yeah. And I think he understands – Hey, last year wasn't good enough. And, yeah, I can sit here and point the fingers, and I have every right to point fingers at Goot no for doubts. not bringing in another wideout, for letting Devontae walk out that door. But also when you're in reflective mode, it's not about others. You always hear athletes say, control what I can control. That's some things he can control, and I think he knows it. Now, does he want to do it? That's your million dollars. That's your sixty million dollar question nice so that was my thought as well is that all right if you are who you are emerging as right who you've evolved to from what you tell us then reflecting on what you could have done differently or better should be a component of the time you spent in this i believe espn describes it as a hobbit style partially underground cave um if that's what you did. Oh, by the way, you can get up and walk around. Yeah. And, like, go out into the woods and walk out in the light. So I, I'm going to So you feel this is misrepresented to you? No, I feel like as much as I thought I just had to sit in a dark room and sit on a meditating mat for what's four times 24? 96. 96 hours. I couldn't do that, but if I can go stroll through the woods and maybe throw a fishing line out and have a cup of mud and sit on a swing, you know, sit on a really well-built tree Still swing, swing? and just kind of catch myself, I could definitely go through this retreat. I couldn't sit in a dark room for 96 hours, but I read this piece. It guy Domofsky, I don't know who put it out. It's on ESPN.com. You can walk through 700 acres of woods. Yeah. That's that's a respite. That's nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it was not Rob. It was a writer whose name I don't, didn't recognize, but it was very well done in terms of what these things consist of. But he, he didn't. I would just say this. I don't know if he knew what he was exactly going to be doing. I would think so since he researches everything. I don't think we got an accurate representation going into the darkness of what it was actually going to look like. Yeah, he gets to sit and talk to the owner for like an hour if he wants, so there's actual human interaction. It wasn't – I had thought it was more like right when when Andrew Dufresne, my friend, was in solitary Correct. confinement and they were firing stuff at him and not really getting it. That's what I envisioned. Well, that's this how he made it sound. Feel- this does not feel now. Again, this, if all of this reporting is accurate, which we need to uh, in today's he day talked and age, to the guy to that be, owns the retreat. I understand. It's a whole different animal. This isn't the Andrew Dufresne, uh, thirty days in the whatever hole. The hole. In the hole. That wasn't what this was. 
Um, now, granted, I still don't want to do it. No. I'm still not going <laughs> to no, do it. I agree. The real question is, are there any windows at all? And if they are, please tell me that they were at least smart enough to put in Gina Della's Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin or Oregon into the well, cave. This cat sounds like he knows how to make money. He's smart. He's got like eight of these. They're booked out for 18 months. You know he's going to put the best in to save money, and it's snowing out there. So California's getting hit. Wisconsin, we obviously got hit. And everywhere you look, groceries, utilities, uh, enclaves, these little enclaves, prices are going up and up and up. Pella can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing those drafty old windows and doors in as little as six weeks. You can bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Lock in your prices by February 28th, and you get 0% interest for up to 48 months. Again, you only have, what is today? you got five days left to lock in this 0% interest for 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com today. Certain restrictions do apply. Uh, it appears ESPN has changed the headline, by the way, on that story. It was originally inside the darkness retreats, which, as I said to Jesse as we were starting the show, how can you possibly say you have the inside story? You weren't there with him. Now it is, what is a darkness retreat, and why would Green Bay quarterback Aaron Rodgers go to one? Which sounds a little more of a good description First of what we got. First better, though. Clickbait. Kind of like, like the way you put together your sound graph initially, the words that you chose to put in the tweet that I vetoed. All right. I want people to hear the Goody quote that I was referencing in that mini rant there because I do think it's important. I also I think there's some really good responses to this, including a few people who have said, well, Aaron should demand the best version of Goody in response. What do you think that is? We'll talk about that as well. Next, it's Will Dean Tausch. I'm okay I'm okay You say it, but you just don't mean it. You're so insane. You're so insane. So from the moment that Goody said this on Friday, January 13th, it sounded to me like something he could have said to Aaron during his exit interview. So here is Brian Gutekunst responding to a question from Matt Reynoldson of WFRV-TV here in Green Bay about how much he needs Aaron Rodgers to be more engaged in the off-season program and fully attend more of it. bought in. Mm, some might say. Here's Goody. We want all our players here in the off-season. I think, you know, uh, I think Matt and his staff, I think it's just when guys are together, first of all, I think there's more energy in the building, certainly when your quarterback and your leader's in the building. Um, so we want all our guys here. It's, it's, it's optional and voluntary, as you guys know. Uh, with the exception of the mandatory minicamp. So, um, but we would like, you know, we, we invest a lot in these guys, and we would certainly like that investment back from all of our guys. But, you know, there's, there's rules for a reason, and, and they're you know, negotiated with the, in the CBA. So, um, you know, I know a lot of the veteran players probably need less, you know, of that. Um, but sometimes our younger players need those guys here as well. So um, as we get moving, you know, into this next season, we'll kind of see how that goes. That's pretty clear cut to me. It really is. And, and especially at the end, Tausch, where he says, 
that he understands that the veteran players don't necessarily need it themselves. Like, to me, that's that was my entire argument when we had this conversation and disagreed back in April and May. It's not for you. Yeah. No, and I think that's a lot of times, you know, as football players, especially in the off season, you have to be selfish because in season – there's a lot of sacrifices that go into it. And, you know, as you get older, especially when you have family and kids and you're, uh, let's say you live in Atlanta and you have to spend time, your kids go to school there, it makes things very complicated because you have, it's basically you have six months where you're, you can kind of tone down and, and do more of your outside stuff, but football is still top of mind because it's your livelihood. And, in the in-season, everybody's in because you're there. And one of the beautiful parts about Green Bay is you don't have a lot of other distractions. People always tell you it's all football. You get that college vibe because you can go hang out. You play video games. You go to O-line dinner. You do all this stuff. It's easy to be fully bought in because that's what your life is. The off-season, as you get older, and especially, you know, let's take a look at Aaron's case, He's got all these other things he wants to get involved in. He, you know, he's got Pebble Beach, and he's got all these things, whether it's his private equity, all the things that he's doing, and it's good just to get away. So selfishly, yes, but when you're the quarterback and the leader of a football team that is young, I think Goody hit the nail on the head there and saying the energy that you bring, it's – how does that open? We had I had an old English teacher named Mary Tauschek. She was a great mm, teacher. No relation. And she would always say, "No, she was related." Oh. Uh, when the mice, how does this? When the cat's away, the mice, the mice will, will play. play. Yeah. So in essence, when your leaders are gone, you're not going to have the same focus mm -hmm. that you're going to have if. A head coaches or if a substitute teacher's in, you know they're going to throw a video on, and you're going to probably slap it around and not really do what you're supposed to do. Slap or if it you have around. three snow days in a row, you're going to kind of – that's just how it goes. <laughs> so when Aaron Rodgers is there, if you don't think everybody's focus is higher, you're crazy because it is. Sure. It's different. So that's what Goody is saying. And I understand the Rodgers component to this, that there has to be give and take. But he has to see the big picture, too. And when you go 13-4, and four, great. All that stuff, it's not going to come to the light as much. But when you're 8-9 and you're what? When seven teams make it from your conference and you're not one of them, you have to reevaluate where you're at. And especially with the young roster, I, I get it. I totally understand where Aaron's coming from, and I still think – him mentally being ready to go is very important. But I think this other part of it, the team building and everything else, it's also a big part of his job. And I thought last year the way it played out and the way you had the disconnect, it just didn't work. And that's not to say that if he shows up with the same personnel, he would have been and led this team to 13-4. and four. But I'll guarantee you one thing, it would have given you a better chance to. You don't think... How'd you like that and cat and mice? You don't think uh, she I, actually I, came up with the saying, do you? Like, no, she did, but she—that's that is where I first heard it. Right. And why she is, had us do? She had us do speeches in front of the class. It was she was a great, great 
English teacher. And she was a relative of yours, but her name wasn't exactly yours. I don't necessarily. Yours. It's a whole. I'm not 100% sure how this all played out. But Tauschek. she was Mrs. Tauschek. And I believe there's some relation. There's some was stuff there favoritism that toward Tauscher? Would you no, say the grading? No, she was she was fair but stern, he very fair. Yeah. It it's what I I she taught me that whole prepositional deal that I you put a box in the middle and if you could do things to that box that's typically a preposition. Put something on the box, outside the box, next to that's the box. one of the sure, things. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that put a, I also learned a lot about Rembrandt. I did a big piece on Rembrandt in that class. Yeah, I had to do a big That's art. You had to do a big speech and then you had to do a big report. And Rembrandt is who I chose. Why oh, Rembrandt boy. of all people? I don't know. But I did. Rembrandt was Was, the, was she was an older cat. lady or do you think maybe Mrs. Yeah, Tauschek is still nah. with us? Uh, that's a great question. I would love to track her down. Uh, Sounds like the kind of guest I'm looking well, for. Well, if you're related, wouldn't you have gone to the funeral if she wasn't with us? Well, there's some uh, great do you go to everyone's there. funeral that you're related to? Yes. You don't. No, you don't. A smaller family. All right, so I think there's some really interesting responses to this conversation we had yesterday. And the idea of fully bought in. Because, again, the real genesis of this and what made me talk to a few people about it as well was Tom Pelissero appearing on the Rich Eisen Show talking about this. The, op- the It is the opposite of what was said by Bob McGinn. Now, I don't, I don't have any evidence on one side or the other. I have people who have told me one thing. Bob clearly had people telling him something different. Tom Pelissero had people telling him something more similar to what I had been told. So, I don't know. We're only, as I always say, you're only as good as your sources. But, I would be very curious. Jeff Darlington said something similar yesterday as well. So, I would be very curious how Aaron Rodgers has processed, if this was said or if this were to be said, how he would respond. Because I thought you made the exact point that matters here. And that is, if you are enlightened, like he considers himself to be, if you are evolving, if you care about people, Alan Lazard yesterday talking about Sirius XM, talking about how much Aaron cares and what a great leader he is and how he is with everyone, then, again, this would fit into that idea of who you want to be. And again, the other thing that I said yesterday is that I don't think this is a big ask. And I think you agree with me that this is not, you could still get the time to recharge your batteries and get away and spend the time you need away from football and away from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and still accomplish the things you need to do there and be more present here for more than you were a year ago. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a big ask from our perspective because we're not the one that has to put the time in i understand and i think when you look at it you're asking usually about eight weeks is what this whole thing is from the end of april until what middle of june is kind of where you need to be and i don't think anyone yeah you take a week before memorial day you know i've watched jesse and how he schedules his deal and what he usually does is he'll kind of 
he'll kind of bookend vacation around other holidays so he uh-huh. steals extra days. Yeah, savvy. That's what I would I, I think yeah. Aaron should get on the Jesse Nelson plan and say, okay, so Memorial Day's here. If I leave on Wednesday and then I come back on that following Tuesday, I actually steal two extra days, and then I can kind of come back and still you know be present and, and sure. do my job and get everything done. But I think Aaron has to look at this, and he's got – you know, if he's got one year left, if he's got two years left, whatever he's going to end up playing, he wants to maximize it. And unfortunately, this is a part of the deal. And when you're young and you want the demystification, which is things most of us never have to deal with, right? where you have to demystify yourself to your teammates because you're a monster star and you want guys to feel comfortable with you, the only way to do that is by spending time and being around them. And that, in essence, is what Goody is saying. And I think that's fair. But then I also think Rodgers could say, go get me D-Hop or get me sure. somebody else that can right. help speed this up because I ain't, here for, I ain't here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. And I want this year to be a good time. Ooh, that's good. You better get me a veteran. I'm not here for a long and, time. I'm here for a good time. Is that a Mrs. Tauschik line, too? I think she came up with that one, yeah. I, I, no, that's I believe Brad Paisley. Maybe uh, it was some it's a country artist that did it. And but Bob that's Martin the give and take. Are. That's the relationship. It's Bob Moore. Uh, that's the relationship that you want. You want to be able to be up front. And Aaron, I'm sure, has voiced his displeasure. And I think Goody's point is stop doing it publicly. Maybe it would be a good idea to not air everything out and make everything a big deal. And if I'm Rodgers, I'm going to do what I want to do in that regard. But right. from a team-building standpoint, I have to understand my organization and team that is paying me a lot and have a lot on the line, I need to maybe work more within the parameters of what they're looking for, too. Jesse's got a where's Wildy with a twist planned. I'm not sure what that means. I had a three-for-three three last week, so I'm is a little Is it a Wildy or won't he? Clever. You're very good. Mrs. Tauschik would be proud. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up. want to remind you, there's nothing like a great night's sleep on a new Beautyrest mattress from Steinhoffels. Perhaps that's what Aaron Rodgers had in his little hovel in Oregon. But right now you can save up to $900 on adjustable base sets and Queen Beautyrest mattresses start at just $399. That's what he had. He had a queen bed in there. Or you can get a new Beautyrest black mattress and $200 in Steinhoffel's cash, plus a $100 MasterCard rewards card. And with Steinhoffel's 72-month financing, you can buy now and pay over six years. So shop Steinhoffel's both in-store and online at steinhoffels.com. Some Where's Wildy is next. It's Wildy and Tausch. I know it hurts to say goodbye, but it's time for me I want to get to some of these responses. A lot of people pushing back and saying that Aaron has a lot to ask of Goody as well. Yeah, that's how this is supposed to work, right? You want to have a chance to win Super Bowl? Everybody's got to be the best version of themselves. So we'll get to those. But first, it's being promoted on our rundown as Where's Wildy with a Twist. Not sure what that means, but here it comes. 
Since he often saves his best material for other shows. I don't believe that not this yesterday. is about money for We're bringing the other shows to us. You know what? He should have some sort of safe. Or are we? I think they're betting on Aaron Rodgers caving. It's time to play Where's Wildy? You're right, Jason. Since you didn't save your best material for other shows this week. Oh, was that fun? It's, it was so fun. What a change. Of I can't pace. tell you how good I felt after the show yesterday that we got it out of Jason. I felt good about it. I did. It's rarity. So here is Where's Wildy clip number one. We always kind of pick sides and we kind of find what narrative we can look at. And I am a Goot stan. I also am a Roger stan. So I'm kind of caught in the middle of this. I would probably pick Goot. I think the lack of you know talent that we saw on offense this year, especially on the uh, you know out on the perimeter, was pretty you know is pretty glaring. So you can blame Aaron, and you could say that he should have been there and he should have done those things, and all of that can be true. But if I have to pick, yeah, I think that you know counting on Sammy Watkins to be a vital part of your offense was a huge misstep. Trading Devontae Adams was a huge misstep. Uh, drafting these young guys is not a misstep. I think all, I think at least two of these guys are going to be really good players. But where's Wildy? I can tell you where's Wildy like was. Wildy was not listening to that, so I don't know where that's from. Hmm. Uh, all right. So, what are the what are the ground rules for where's Tausch? There are no rules. We've never played before. Right. So. He obviously appears uh, on 620 WTMJ frequently. He appears with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy once a week. He appears with Scalzo and Brust once a week. Does he have a slot with Rutledge and Hamilton? I don't know, Jim. No. Does he? I do no. not. I'll give you. I'll give you a little helpful hint. Uh, so here, I'll give you a helpful hint. I do not, I do not do Jen, Gabe, and Chewy in the off season. Oh. I do Wisconsin's morning news every morning at seven fifty-two, and I'm not going to tell you anything else. All right, I'm going Wisconsin's morning news on that one. He sounded very reasoned and wise and insightful, which he is everywhere. But that it just had a good. Like, kind of morning, put it in perspective tone. That's what I heard there. Now, it's Scalzo and Brust from yesterday. Where we go for all of our wise, insightful information. Scalzo and Brust. Weekdays, 4 to 6 on ESPN Wisconsin. Jesse, I give you a lot of grief for taking days off. Big Cat, it's been two Wednesdays in a row, no Big Cat. And Big Cat scheduled my appointments on Scalzo and Brust. Scheduled your appointments. Well, yeah. <laughs> You've also got a petty and a dentist you, appointment scheduled. So I could use Big a Cat. petty. You can't go trotting around to other shows, Tausch, saying you're a Goot stan and a Rogers stan when they're well, like, directly opposed to one another on a lot of no. things. I am a Packers stan first and foremost. So I'm going to be – but I'm also going to call out what I see and what I feel and how I analyze things. I – think Goody has done a much better job than most Packer fans do, and probably more than Aaron Rodgers does. And I just said Goot was wrong. He made two critical errors, and is a big reason why the team went very good last year. But is it as big of a reason as Aaron Rodgers not playing up to MVP level? So it was a really good question by Greg Scalzo. Really good question. Next. All right, where's Wildy with a twist? 
Here is clip number two. There's not going to be a better place for him to win and a better place as far as he knows everybody, he understands the system, he knows all the people. It's going to be the easiest transition. So unless he thinks Green Bay's roster is not very good or if he wants a new challenge, the football side of this all points to him coming back to Green Bay. Where's Wildy? Jason, any idea where Tausch said that? Wisconsin's Morning News. Every morning on 620 WTMJ. No, it was Fitz and Douglas. 1 p.m. yesterday afternoon. It was good stuff. Good stuff. You missed it. I told you, Jason, no rules for Where's Wildy with a twist. (laughs) This is sketchy. Fitz, um, Fitz and this, Harry is the name of the show, Tausch, by the way. Okay. Wouldn't want Fitz to be on a Harry. show that you don't know the name of. Though. Uh, but, Tausch, you've had that opinion. That's not new opinion there. You've you've certainly shared no, that I'm opinion on this up. show. Yeah, I'm still... Well, I tend to try to share my opinions on this show. That's one of the things well, I... Well, good. Do. That's a good uh, idea. Uh, some some might I, say I, that's a good but idea. But I'm still sitting out with my, uh, on my little bench with the little sign out in front at... Aaron Rodgers, not the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers' best place to play and win is Green Bay. Tell me why I'm wrong. And I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody has told me anything that makes me feel like I'm wrong. Nobody. Wisconsin's Morning News. Uh, We'll see if Jason can get on the board here with the last one. Here it is. By the way, you can go Carol Baskin a huge uh, apology. She never did murder her husband. Allegedly. Turns out the guy's living his life down in, I don't know where he's at, but he's still alive. Where's Wildy? All right, so I know that we talked about Carol Baskin yesterday, but that's not what he said about Carol Baskin, so it's not from our show. Wisconsin's Morning News. I know this was not on Fitz and Harry, (laughs) although I wish it would have been. Oh, I think this was Scalzo and Brush yesterday also. Tausch took the final segment from Wildy and Tausch and landed it on Scalzo and Brush. Weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN with Scott. Hey, Tausch a lot better guys... at knowing his own appearances. Yeah, than I, well, I, because I listened, I actually listened to what I said. Jason do, do they always ask you to ask them stuff on their show? It's like they don't want to prep or do any work, so they just ask me to bring st- topic to them. Mm. Do they do that with you? No, I'm also wondering. I, I, you know, I like Vinny and the crew in the morning on 620 WTMJ. I'm a little. Do you not say anything noteworthy on that program? I wanted to every day because he appears every day. I wanted to throw you off the scent of the trail. Oh, it worked. So, yeah, it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they don't. Have, Scalzo and Brust. Uh, we know we've had our rocky times, but of late, I did ask them lots of questions when I appeared with them this week. Uh, in fact, I owe Ben a text because Paula, he's got a he's got a CBD guy, and Paula with her oh. post cancer meds, she's got some joint pain. And apparently his CBD guy could help her out. So I got to, I owe Ben a, a conversation. I also learned that he cheated in his uh, health and safety class at the University of Wisconsin. Which that just uh, shock anyway. Well, health and safety seems kind of important. Maybe you don't want to cheat there. And he would rather give someone the Heimlich than CPR. See, these are all the things you learn. 
on Scalzo and Brust. Four to six each weekday on ESPN Wisconsin. So, Jason, that was a reward to you for saving some interesting stuff for this show. We finally got to hear Tausch's takes on other shows. So, yeah. All right, we got to get ready for Dean Blandino, not Dean Lowry or the Dean Dennis Semerow to join us coming up. Uh, and I know Jesse's got a little clip from Jason Fitz, who's a big Raiders fan, but I do I do want to talk quickly about one of the responses to yesterday's rant that I want to get to because I do think it's really interesting. We'll do that next. It's Will Dean Tepsch. The railroad tracks I got Tom Petty playing in my So the question I asked this morning on Twitter in the aftermath of what I said on the show yesterday was how do you think Aaron Rodgers would respond if Goody did or will say some of the same things that I did when I was playing the role of Goody yesterday? And uh, Dana, which that's one of those either way, like could be a man, could be a woman, right? Like Dana Altman is the Ducks coach. I have a friend, Dana, whose daughter plays with Sid. Uh, He would probably tell Goody... If you want more from me, I want more help from you, which is a fair yeah, response, fair. in my opinion. And I wanted to get to that because I, I, I sometimes feel, and one of my frustrations with this medium is that it's always an either-or thing for a lot of people. I, I don't think we do that here. We try to be kind of see all the angles. At least that's what I try to do. But, hey, I totally agree with that, too. Like, I could say that Goody should ask for more from Rodgers, and also believe that Rodgers can respond, if you want me to do that, you're right. But you got to do more for me, too. Like, you promised me. You promised wide receiver help. And you didn't give me any. Like, I, I needed more than Sammy Watkins and three rookies. Well, Aaron, we need you to take a pay cut in order for me to do that. Well, maybe I'd we don't to need bring it that you DeAndre badly. Hopkins, you got to take $15 million off your salary. And then DeAndre is here for you to go win us a chip. You cool with that? I've already got generational wealth. That sounds great. Let's do it. Well, there you go. And all of a sudden, <laughs> that's that 75 80% of fans going against Aaron Rodgers, that pendulum swings back to about 40%. There you go. No problems. But you're, you, I've said that before. And you correctly said, that's easy for me to say, it's not me taking the haircut. No, and I wouldn't if I was, Aaron shouldn't, and that's not Goody. Uh, the planning part of this just has not been good. From we drafting agree, the rec- Jordan to From the receiver him. position. Well, you, you drafted Jordan a year too early. You never should have probably done that piece of it. There's a lot of things. You're not going to hit 100%. Uh, you're just not. But if you, you need to be over 50 as a general manager. And I think Goody has been over 50. And that's why this team has been as good as it has been, but it's not as good as it could be. All right. I, we could talk more about this a little bit later, but I, you know, I, I try very hard to be on time. It's not always the case. Some of it is my own making. Others of it, maybe not. But the opportunity is here to get to Dean Blandino on time. So whatever is running through your brain right now, as you contemplate and you see something that gets your attention, write it down and save it. Because Dean Blandino. Red bananas. Red bananas. Crazy.
That's what's on my mind. Also, uh, Paula found eggs for less than $3 a dozen yesterday, so I'll pass along where you could get those because I know you're concerned about big egg. Dean Blandino, our friend and our officiating aficionado, joins us next to kick off the 10 o'clock hour, so stick around. It's Wilde and Tausch.